the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Coalfield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, here we go to Tuesday. Willie Ramirez is in. He is the company. Ari is steering the ship here at the Finley Toyota Studios. Lots to get into. Still a lot of the, I won't call it a hangover, but uh, the celebration from the Stanley Cup. All the parade stuff, we'll get into that. Some follow-up. I saw uh, yesterday, I think it was, that uh, Marshy was over at a local sporting goods store, and that's uh, one of the big things after you win a title or the fans and the locals going crazy for all the, the merchandise. That looked pretty cool. Really long line to go see one of VGK's biggest heroes, if not the biggest hero on the team, Jonathan Marshy. So. Yeah, that we saw it last year with the Aces. They would make appearances. I believe we even were out for one of them with Kelsey Plum, and now – we're seeing, I believe Mark Stone has been out. Marjasaw has been out. The fans love it. And they already were in love with the Golden Knights. Yeah. I think last year's championship had made them fall, made the Aces a little more aware in the community or made the fans more aware of the Aces. So a uh, lot of good sports vibes right now in Southern Nevada. Mm-hmm. Championship vibes, baby. This is this is title town. We may be challenging Green Bay for the title of title town. <laughs> Who's going to win a title first, Raiders or Packers? Oh. Toss-up, right? So let's get back to that maybe later. Actually, better question. Who may be the worst team in football? I saw N- Sammy P on uh, Nesson, and Sam's going to join us later on. They had a question today, who's the worst team in the NFL? Who's going to be the worst team? And I think it was the Cardinals, the Texans, and someone else. That's, oh, Buccaneers. Um, I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, if Jimmy, D, Jimmy G doesn't come back and Josh Jacobs is not Josh Jacobs – I don't know how the Raiders are going to do, and if Jordan Love is not at least an average quarterback, Packers could be crap. And they could also choose halfway through the season, like I think the Raiders will, to just go, you know what, we benefit from not really going hard. Not the players, but we benefit from not having a great record in the second half. The very first team I thought of right when you asked that question was the Cardinals, and since that was one of the three thrown out, I'm just going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah. Because I think the Texans will be improved. They better be at this point. Um, yeah, I think the Texans I don't will think, be improved. No, I, yeah. I, I don't think – if Jimmy G's not ready and Jacobs, whatever happens with him, first of all, they will fix what's taking place in, in with the running back room based on what we're seeing. And um, we're going to get into a lot of stuff on the show, and I want to talk about – we're going to talk about running backs. We're going to talk about some other stuff where I'm going to start comparing cross sports uh, that I thought of today driving down here. But back to your point, I think both of them if, – if there's no Jacobs – they will fix that solution. They will find a solution. No Jimmy G. They will not be. They will not sink to being the worst. They may not be the best in the AFC West. They not. They may be fourth, but they're not going to be the worst team in the NFL without those guys. You know why? Devontae Adams and Max Crosby are not going to let that happen. End of story. Now Vegas is hot as a pistol right now. I saw Mushaka at the WNBA game. Yeah. Because you were in a picture. Someone took a long range picture. And uh, I think I retweeted. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, hey, Willie's hanging out with Shaq. And T- you were like 400 feet away from each other, but. Two games back. <laughs> okay, two games back. And then I saw a video up on TikTok where Shaq was driving some three-wheel hot rod somewhere on the strip. Now, what was that? I don't, I don't know what kind of car it is, and I don't know where he was. Um, I hope he got to ride on real smooth stuff. You know how excited I am to ride on the smooth stuff that F1's put down? A little street rod. Real excited. Real excited. Yeah. So that's cool. He, he loves Big Vegas. Big Shaq getting in one of those little cars. He, he loves Vegas. He's always loved Vegas. Even way back, you remember, well, we know he played here. 
right? But in terms of he came with LSU, mm-hmm. he played against Elmore Spencer and the boys in the year that UNLV uh, was <laughs> on probation, didn't get to go with yeah. J.R. Ryder, yeah, yeah. Everett Gray, those 26 guys. 26-2. and two. Yep. Um, and then he would come back from time to time, and then uh, I remember, I just always remember the All-Star game that was played here, and he came out with the Jabberwockies with the mask on. He was popping with them, doing they in rhythm, and everybody got a kick out of that. If we ask locals on the NBA team that is going to come here, that $10 million project, yeah. that uh, it was kind of interesting. I think it got re-released as a news item, or maybe the maybe one of the local channels hadn't heard of it before, but that story's been out for like at least six months, if not nine, about Liwicki and Bedane and their project. Right. You know, they're, I, I think it was because it was on the heels of the A's thing, and it was like, you know, no public money, $10 billion project. When they bring an NBA team here, if we ask the Vegas audience, which player would you want to be part owner of the team? How big would Shaq win in a vote over LeBron? If the if it was if, if there was, was a poll, those, that was the on, poll. Shaq's on Shaq's part of one ownership group. LeBron's on another. Would it I, be like ninety five five? No, I don't think it would be overwhelming. But Shaq really? would definitely. No, I don't. Only because I think the number of basketball fans we have here in the age range that we have, the age group, the group of, you know, the group, especially the young group that calls LeBron the goat over Michael Jordan, then there's our generation who's going to probably favor Jordan. But I think that he, LeBron has enough of a fan base where he would hold his own, but I definitely think Shaq would be the more popular vote. 65-35 maybe. I'm sure they both have an interest. We know LeBron already vocalized it. Absolutely. And being an owner on an NBA or of an NBA team here in Vegas, uh, Shaq's got businesses here in Vegas. He's got businesses everywhere. Um, right now, everyone wants to be here. Mm. I saw um, – were you the one who talked to uh, – no, I think it was uh, one of the TV stations just talking to Kelsey Plum in general, and she said, uh, yeah, this is the place to be. I yeah, think we all know that, that Vegas is the place to be right now. Yeah, that was both of us. That was uh, Paloma and I at the postgame press conference on Sunday after they blasted Minnesota. Um, and just mainly because of the – you know, the coming off the heels of the Golden Knights and the parade, and then the very next night they're playing. So, um, yeah, she just asked – Plum asked – how great is it to be a Las Vegas professional athlete right now? And that's when Kelsey, you know, said that uh, it's it's kind of an honor. Yeah. And she remembers when the team was moved here from San Antonio. And, and in her words, we came out and it was crickets. In reality, they were it, the the crowd has always been energetic. If there's two thousand, four thousand, six thousand, eight thousand, like it's been exuberant, but it's more so that it's just it's so loud for you, like. It's hard to believe it's nine to ten thousand people in there. You'd think that you're inside T-Mobile. Now, I'm not going to say that 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 place was built with reverberation. You, you, a lot of people, I don't know how much they know that. I'm not taking anything away from the fans, but it was built acoustically sound for fans. The reverberation when you cheer, Mandalay Bay, Michelob Ultra, it gets loud these days. For and this was last year too for the Aces. So she's right. Ever since you know, it's it's grown. And the fan base loves them. And, and like she said, you know, it's uh, everybody wants to be here. Everybody. And that was the very first thing that I had. The first season they came here, there were three players I wanted to talk to. Candace Parker, Maya Moore, and Diana Taurasi. And it was about when they arrived from airport to getting there, to, to the arena or wherever they were staying. And yeah. they were amazed with the immediate marketing and just 
Ace, aces everywhere, flags on the light poles, you know, marketing signs, T-shirts, this, that. And they knew. They said, this is going to be a hotbed. So, you know, there's a lot of listening, uh, a lot of listeners, people listening right now who hear this and they're like, uh, Willie, here we go with the aces again. Yep. And I get that every once in a while. And I defend you because I want aces on the show. And I think it's an important topic. Uh, like you just said, this isn't. A few years back, when there really wasn't much of a buzz, you know, they were they'd have thirty five hundred in the building of you know twenty five hundred to be papered, you know. Now they've got paying customers, and Mark Davis really pushed to get people in the building last year. So now they're up, you know, eighty five hundred to ten thousand, and they're writing one of the most dominant seasons in any major sports history out to a ten and one start. And I fully expect them to go thirty seven and three, thirty eight and two, something like that. Um, so it's going to be this magical season. But it is interesting how many, especially guys, there are out there who are like, Ugh, the aces. And, you know, I went back and listened to Friday's show. I listened to the end of the show, but I listened to the beginning of the show. And I wanted to play the start of the show because you brought up a point, and you guys never really elaborated on it, uh, about the aces. But here's the beginning of the show. Unfortunately, he's a Canucks fan, and his son is, I believe he's had a Canadians fan. So it's not the happiest of trips watching a team that's been around for six years hoist the cup. But, hey, man, it's busy. Are, are, are you done? What the hell's going on here? Are you done? Yeah. What was going on? I think that was because What's going on here? he he went to ask me a question at the beginning of the show. Right. And then so it was kind of like he asked a question, right? Like so so let me ask you a question. Right. So so Steve, uh, what would you think about the parade? And then you're yeah, supposed, because well, what I was supposed and, to just answer it like I do. Right, well, yeah, so I was going to, and then, and then he just went into the whole next topic, and I was like, okay, well, so that's why I just paused and said, you done? Well, so, someone may be a chip off the old block, and they're, you know, asking to be nice. You know, a lot of people are like, hey, how you doing? And then you give them a real answer, and they're like, oh, Jesus, I didn't really want to hear the answer, so he just moved on. Okay. All right, I think things got smoothed over after that. Because you, you said, hey, Willie, how's it going? What's going on? And then you went ahead and just kept talking. So I just want to make sure I didn't interrupt you. Oh, you know what would have happened is I think what happened was yeah. since you're not here because you couldn't make it in time, yeah. there's a really weird chemi- like chemistry going on. There's yeah. no vibe right yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. Wait a second. What the hell's going on here? Ari wasn't around. I wasn't around. What the hell is what's going, what's going on here? You guys all right? Everything, the vibe what the hell's was, going on? The vibe was just fine. Okay. The vibe was just fine. Right. I was, but you weren't there. I didn't get down there. I was at City National oh, for the post for the postseason press conference oh, with some dignitaries. It was only Kelly McCrimmon, George McPhee, Bill Foley, oh, you know, okay. Bruce Cassidy, the guys we won't talk to for the next two and a half months. I figured I should probably be there to get paid. So I went there. Uh-oh. Got some stories. Pay issues. Wrote a story. One, for, one duty over the other. We're going to work this out behind wrote, the scenes. Wrote a story for AP. Here. And then uh, <laughs> I looked at the clock and I was like, do I race around? Here's the thing. This is F1's fault. You don't fault. have to defend it. This is F1's fault. No. You don't have to defend it. I would normally take the 215 around and be there no problem in 30 minutes. We can. I knew there can, was no shot. We can chat I, about this. I was making it. We can chat about it. We'll chat, we'll chat about it later. So then- Here's what happens in radio sometimes. If you're a little bit irked with each other, right, maybe there was some miscommunication, can you get past it real quickly? I don't always get past it, right? I can, you know, then, no, you're then, you're, then your discussions can yeah. start getting a little froggy. Right. So then Willie tries to bring something up, and JVT, I think, pulls the move of just getting the hell out of the conversation. If the aces are going to, like, it, it sort of be like the, the 17th car back, if the aces are in the parade with the Golden Knights. Well, why would they invite them, though? Just to, just to be a part of it, just just to invite one person. 
Just did, because, the, did the Aces win the Stanley Cup on Tuesday? Demond, did I miss something? No, but they're the previous champion, so they could they could they could incorporate what we, them. What are we doing? Why would no? And then right to break. Yeah. Okay, so let's tackle this for a second. Okay, did you think about this over the weekend and what you said? No. I mean, I didn't think twice of anything. I actually, I was dead serious. Like, you like, were serious. Why not invite the champions to be part of it? I don't know. It, it was just it crossed my mind. Okay, why let's not? let's look at this from a couple of standpoints. Okay, if you were the Aces, and by the way, your leader just basically got mad because Joe Biden said something about the first major league sports team in town, which then Asia Wilson misread. No. Because it didn't talk about a championship. That tweet said I know. the first That's not what team she was mad in about. town. What was she mad about? She was mad that they've gotten an invite to they 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 oh, were they were issued the they were issued an official invite to the right. White House. Right. But it's never been brought up again. So it was by the way, about that invite this was, so there's never been a follow up. Because I, I made clear I made sure I got clarification at the game. Right. From PR guy. So I said. Well, you got to do what, a story with Asia. What's the deal with that? And and he was like, it had nothing to do with the tweet. It read perfectly fine. And we did get an invite. It's not, it's not a slam against White House. It's when are we coming? When are we going? They were just there. They were just. In, they were just. Okay. They well, just, why, didn't, why didn't she tweet that? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I think the Aces ha- like still have it stuck in their craw about this whole. First pro championship, major league pro championship. Mm. We went through all this last year. You weren't the first pro championship in town. No, that's right. Um, and there can be a debate about if the WNBA is a major pro league or that's reserved for the big four. So what I'm building to here is, because I don't really want to get into that argument, Right. if they went to the Aces and they're like, hey, you can ride the last bus and be part of the celebration, and then like behind the scenes are like, there's going to be 200,000 people at this one, there were 5,000 a year, so let's go big. I think the all the aces would be like, go kick rocks. We don't want to be part of their parade. We want to be part of another parade for us and make it bigger. You think they would even accept? I don't know. I just I, it was a thought that it was. I crossed my mind. I brought it up, and no, I didn't give it a second <laughs> thought. And no, I don't regret saying it because oh, I would have I would have stewed over that all weekend. Nah, uh, I didn't even think twice. Uh, I don't. I get so I, mad. Listen to me. I get so mad when listen I to me. when I throw something out and I'm like, God, that was stupid. No. Wait, I'm not saying that, that what you throw is stupid. I don't care whether you think right. it is or not. By the time I get to Flamingo in 215 at 6.04 tonight, I won't think twice about either one of you. What? You don't think about the show 21 hours a day? No. And stuff sorry. you said? No. What the hell's th- going on here? I will be thinking about Kahlua and how long it's going to take me to go pick up my dog, go home, and make dinner. Sorry. Well, I, I can tell you the... the uh, this obviously is going to stew. The fact that I won't be thinking about it the rest of the night yeah. is going to stew with now, you. Now, yeah, now you're going to think about it. Oh, I will? Uh, no, nah, probably not. Um, it did resonate with people. Your suggestion that they could be in the parade. People care. are very territorial. That's well, you should good. care about that. You you actually ruffled feathers with a genuine comment. That's, that's that, good stuff. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Good. It generated conversation. I mean, Beautiful. I think it's crazy, and I, that's why I took up the Aces side. I think the Aces would just be like, no, and uh, I don't even know how the, the Golden Knights would approach it. So, But later on, we will pit. We will pit. Because remember, the WNBA years ago, one of their marketing campaigns, once the NBA was done, they were out there dribbling, making shots, and they're like, it's our turn. Now it's our turn. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's the best marketing technique. But we will pit Wild Bill on the stage against Kelsey Plum. I don't remember Plum that vividly, so when we go head-to-head with Wild Bill and Kels, 
Mm-hmm. That could be interesting in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. Big show on the way. Uh, later this hour, more on the parade, more on the experience, more on the season, more on the offseason. Darren Millard will be in. Cofield and Company will be right back. Keep it here on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. This whole series should be protested. Matthew Kachuk broken sternum. If he plays fully healthy in game four, the Panthers tie the series two to two. Aaron Ekblad, broken foot, shoulder dislocation. Brandon Montour, torn labrum. Radko Gudis, high ankle sprain. Sam Bennett, shoulder injury. And E2 Listerinen had a broken foot. I mean, that's 312 points in the regular season. Congratulations to the Vegas Golden Knights, the luckiest Stanley Cup champions of all time. You're listening to Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. TikTok reacting, a lot of jealousy out there of VGK winning the Stanley Cup. Darren Millard's here in studio, one of the voices of the Golden Knights. Willie as well, Finley Toyota Studios. Yep, there's the hatred. Do we punch down? Lucky. They got lucky, Darren. Lucky is how you look at it. Uh, I read an article where I said Vegas had one of the luckiest Stanley Cup playoff runs ever because of health, and there is an amount of uh, good fortune that comes with good health uh, through it. But if you want to go unlucky or unlucky, they were unlucky the year before, and that led to some difficult decisions and some uh, a lost year in their minds uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs not being able to challenge. So I looked at this as maybe the hockey gods giving back uh, to what they took away a year ago. But the the luck about Matthew Kachuk not being able to play, that that wasn't unlucky. That was a good hit that was laid out by Keegan Colasar. That had nothing to do with luck. And he came back into the game and scored the game when he or the game tying goal. Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, the fact that I mean, hockey is hockey. Paul Maurice said it best. This is hockey. Mm-hmm. That's what hockey is. That's to get to that round. You expect to be missing some guys or to be banged up and bruised and feeling it by then. Hockey's not – It's not. this is not – and I don't say this in a any sort of detrimental way or, or condescending way, but this is not like – I'll just – I'm instead of comparing sports. This is not a non-contact sport. Mm. They're hitting each other constantly at full speed on ice on a thin piece of metal. Someone, if not two, three guys, are going to get hurt. And, oh, by the way – the guy that scored the hat trick, you and I know both know both know this. You know it better because you're in the facility. Mark Stone was walking gingerly throughout the playoffs. He was sitting on that blue PT pad, a physical therapy for to cushion when he'd sit down. He was still nursing a very sore back, but he was getting through it. So mm-hmm. these guys were were nursing injuries as well. No, they didn't have broken bones, but that's hockey. Good fortune. Jack Eichel's able to get up after Matthew Kachuk hits him and continue on in the series. Matthew Kachuk is not able to continue at full strength after being hit by Keegan Colasar. Now, it was unprecedented the amount of health and good health that Vegas had throughout this playoff run. Darren Millard's with us from uh, VGK Insider Show and Scripps. We didn't get to talk to you since last week. Right. I pressed you on, hey, they win a cup. What's going to happen? Are you going to get emotional? Did you get emotional? Were yeah. you down on the ice? Did you, actually, ice. Did you yeah. lift up the cup and yeah. everything? Uh, I was down on the ice. It was my 13th time being on the ice uh, during a cup presentation. Uh, first time uh, as a non-national 
broadcaster, so I had some skin in this game. And talking to a few of the guys that uh, that you get to know uh, was was emotional. Uh, Zach Whitecloud being one, Alec Martinez. Uh, I consider a friend. Uh, another uh, was great. Uh, Nick Haig with his mom and dad uh, was was awesome. And then right before the cup went into the room, uh, I was following it around, uh, tracking where it was, and I saw Stone uh, get near the the bench, and I just asked him, uh, "Can I grab it for a second? And he was so gracious about doing that. And first time ever, and I've been all over the world with the Stanley Cup and had pictures with it, uh, and never thought I'd be able to lift it over my head, be allowed to lift it over my head. Did as you do it? You did it. Part of somebody that won it, and I did. And right. it was the closest thing to a religious experience as, as I've ever had. And I thought about my family and my the people that I grew up with and uh, that got me into this game because my whole life is around hockey. It was it was amazing. There was, You know which part got me to a little right here? In the, was before they let us out. You, as you remember, it was mm-hmm. team, present, uh, personnel, yeah. then the wristbands with the family. Well, where we were waiting, there were big screens right there, as you know, in the hallway, the Zamboni hallway. Is getting to watch the people, the, the young kids that work for Garrett in India and Nate, yeah. Sarah and Paige and Ryan and Michael and those young interns sharing that and lift it. It's a couple of the girls, they had the players lifting it with them. For me, that was kind of cool to see those kids who they're just out there to learn. Can you imagine what they've gone through all season, right? Being interns, being a part of this organization. And then they go and win the cup, and they get to lift and be a part of that. And they're on NHL Network. You know what I mean? They're following him around. Because I went home, and I was watching the replay. The next day, they just kept replaying the post game. That was neat. I've watched it like that was 20 neat. times. <laughs> yeah. And, and it never gets old. I know it's something new <laughs> every time. <laughs> Sean Burke, first time he ever won a Stanley Cup. A player and, and a coach, uh, three decades, three and a half decades. First time he ever did it. Like That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what got me was uh, ESPN had Marshy mic'd up. Mm. I don't like kids. I say <laughs> it all the time. The kids got me. Yeah. Like, Marsha, so how many kids does he have? Four, Four. I think. One boy or multiple boys? Uh, multiple boys. Okay, yeah. so one of the boys, you know, think just, three saying, boys just saying, girl. Daddy, we win. Yeah. yeah. I was Daddy, like, that, we won. That, that's so it. cool. Yeah. And to have the the Smythe Trophy there as a – and I was torn between Jack. I, I thought it could have gone either way, Jack or – Marshy on the con Smythe, but having an original misfit and what he means to this organization and to that team, that group, he's not just a guy that talks a lot. He's so influential on that yep. group, uh, far more than you would think from the outside. Uh, I was I was really proud of him. And then last week we had this debate. Uh, you know, we all get mad on the show. It's kind of the yeah. the tenor of the show. But you guys Adam are Hill's very getting, angry. He's getting mad about Jack Eichel not winning the con Smythe before it even went down. And then you saw Eichel again, mic'd up. You know when Marshall comes up, and Eichel's basically like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." Yeah, the teamwork there. He's not like I'm pissed about not winning the Conn Smythe. He's just happy to be in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, he's just happy to win a round. He's just happy to make the Western Conference Final. He's just happy to be in a Stanley Cup Final. He's just happy to win. So uh, no, I didn't think that he would get too broken up about it. Yeah. There has been times where guys have been disappointed for for good reason because the the voting went uh, the other way. But that was literally splitting hairs. And then uh, Stone, I thought was was in it too with the hat trick at the end. Yeah. I thought he put himself into the mix as well. Well, and let's be real, the name we're not bringing up is a guy that oh excuse me outplayed Connor Hellebuck, Sergey Bobrovsky. I mean, hello. No, no, it, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. 
Oh, he, well, he, that's right. He didn't outplay Connor Hill. Which like, is you're, why, you're which, is, did. which is why but, I didn't think that Aiden Hill. He didn't, but would but, but the but, for the conspire. Yeah, but he got votes. Yep, he did get votes. Oh, he deserved and the votes. Performances yep. that he put on should be he 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 should have been in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm sorry. He didn't play against Connor Hill. He came in the middle of the Edmonton series, but for that kid to come in and what did he have like 27 regular season games? I think. He played, uh, I worked it out, and you, you go back, you, and it was May, uh, March, and uh, April. Like, th- he played in <laughs> the span of three months, like uh, March 7th, April 7th, uh, May 6th. In the span of that stretch, he played two periods of hockey. From the time he got hurt, to two periods of hockey with the Henderson Silver Knights, and then went into a playoff game. Uh, but he got himself back, and he was ready, and it was it was it was uh, unexpected, but impressive. As unexpected as it was, it was more impressive. Darren Millard's with us here on ESPN Las Vegas, of course, from uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas and the VGK Insider Show and Script Sports. I'm waiting to get the camera. The camera's in here. So we had uh, we had talked about the P word, which you wouldn't mention, parade, and right. and and uh, theorized cars. Right then, they have these double decker buses. Yes. So tell us about that experience. Broadcast crew, who was up there? Uh, players on there? Who was on there? On the bus that I was on was Nick Hag, Ivan Barbashev, uh, Brett Howden, uh, Aiden Hill was was on there. So we had four players, and it was rocking. Nick Hag's all, all the families were on there as well. Uh, my wife and oldest child, uh, daughter, sixteen year old. Oh, daughter really? Yeah, the family and, and too. We, we had a blast, Woo-hoo! and That's it, awesome. it was uh, it was it was really cool. I've never I've been to parades. But I've never really been in a parade. I've never certainly been part of something like that. Mm-hmm. And when we turned the corner onto Las Vegas Boulevard, it just exploded with energy. And then when you went by the Bellagio Fountains, I'll, I'll never, ever forget that. This wall of water with the, the fountains going off and people everywhere and screaming wow. and having fun and champagne. And uh, the players are having a blast. Uh, it, it was... Um, I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was going to be fun, but it was just mind-blowing how much I got out of it. And then the Stanley Cup showed up at one point. It just popped up uh, up the stairs. Uh, uh, we were doing an interview with, with Barbershev, and then it goes, and, and Will Carrier was carrying it, and he's like, and he saw the microphone. He's like, oh, this got serious fast, like because they were all, all, all having fun. But uh, the Stanley Cup poured out uh, our bus onto a couple of players drinking out of it down below, like pouring down onto the street. Like just just fun stuff. Uh, I didn't see any people in the fountains, which I was surprised. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was more fun than I expected, and, and I was anticipating a lot. But and everybody said the same thing. We truly didn't know what was coming because there's never been a parade here. We've seen other parades, uh, but that was just fun. Everybody was having a blast. Was so as each bus is passing certain spots, they're yelling. Obviously, you know, Carly or Marty, yeah. whatever. Did you? Did anyone recognize? Were you getting fans? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, that's an, that's a good point. You're able to make eye contact with people everywhere. And I never thought of that part of it, mm-hmm. but there's hundreds of thousands of people out there, and you're able to make eye contact and throw them a puck or a T-shirt or beads or whatever, and uh, and uh, thank you, and uh, especially the uh, police officers along the route. And the Stanley Cup made a couple of stops at uh, at stations today. Uh, there there was a lot uh, a lot of that more more than I expected, and and uh, two hours you get to just 
let it all out and and have have a blast. I shared a beer with my daughter. Uh, I said this is a one time thing. That's it. But uh, we shared a beer with that. A lot of spraying. Taught her how to spray beer. So was, there was there was an edu- there was an was, education was aspect to it too. Was she, she was really excited. excited. Unlike Jokic, who yeah. grabbed the bottle with the nuggets and he's like, "Yeah, this sucks." <laughs> well, she her hands are too small and she couldn't get like uh, plug it in uh, enough to get the spray to really come yeah. out. So we had to do some uh, improvising on that side. Was it Father like, of the Year over here? Father go, of yeah. the Year. We'll dump that. Dump that. Yeah. Dump that. <laughs> when you um, post post that, you know, when you're going up and down from press box to to go do between periods and stuff. And you get off on that one floor, and you make your way. There's going to be fans. You you expect to be recognized in T-Mobile. Yeah. What was the feel? Was the feeling different in a sense of pride or just emotion for you to think to myself, or to think yourself? I didn't realize how many people out here know who I am. No, no, because I consider this a hockey town, and, and I have since I came here. There hasn't been one time where I have thought I have to dumb this down. Because of the Las Vegas audience. Being a Canadian, I have to oversimplify this. Everything I've oversimplified over the course of my time uh, on the air has been because hockey has been a little more complicated. And and what I'm trying to explain is a little bit over the top. But I consider this a legitimate hockey town. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I exploded exploded yesterday because I I finally had it with uh, the Bay Area lecturing us on sports, especially hockey, when you have the San Jose Sharks since 91. Calm down, hockey experts. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, we got to close on this because we got like forty-five seconds left. I always go long. With v- you. VGK Insider Show is going to be awesome today because where else are you going to get a crew where the entire crew was in the parade? This is great. You guys are all going to reminisce, uh, talk about the show. Uh, Chris Chapman out there in the parade, and and uh, you're not going to stop me. Well, I was just going to say they were all out at the parade, yes, but uh, in this case, uh, with the buses going by, I was trying to throw them under. <laughs> the <parade> route. <laughs> that 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 was my plan during the uh, nice. during the route. Not yeah. not ride on the buses with them. I saw um, I saw RTHD. I saw Ryan Wallace with the cup. That was pretty cool, and I'm sure he had a good time. So make sure you listen to him. I'm sure you guys are going to do a good bit on the parade and your experiences. It's uh, it's like nothing else you can explain to people. And, God, and you guys heard, are so moved I've, by this. I've we heard had Chinook on yesterday, and he was like beside himself. Yeah. Like, this is incredible. And I've heard from people uh, all over the National Hockey League. Yeah. Uh, friends, acquaintances uh, that have reached out and just congratulated us and, and thought it was fun because they all watch the coverage on the NHL Network. It's uh, it's something that uh, that we'll really treasure. Right, We're not pull, taking this for granted. By pull it together, means. man. Pull yeah. it together. Sorry, you got sorry. a lot of radio to do. You get, Look, he's sniffling. This is great. Yeah. Thank you. Why is, why is he so mad over there? I don't know. <laughs>